Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, we do, Daryl. Hi-ya! Yeah, I'm Daryl, and I'm <laughs> We're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland, the dojo. And if you're ever not feeling good, yeah, we have a suggestion. Lay it on us, Doc. Take two affirmations and call us in the morning. That's right. Take two affirmations and call me in the morning. Daryl and Ed have discovered that we are always healthier than we think. All we need to do is relax and remember that God's grace is always prescribing better than expected outcomes. Unity Minister, during the second segment, that is, Unity Minister John Strickland, the former director of Silent Unity, makes a house call to read and discuss today's daily words. Healthy living. I like the way you turned them into daily words. Yeah, right. I have to make it uh, grammatically correct. Well, I like that it's uh, all we have to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the show and let the healing Well, I like it actually. Place. Yeah, and I like the fact that it's healthy living, not just healing. Because I know. healthy living is something that we can do on a daily basis, on every moment, really. Yeah, and it has more to do with our thinking than we realize. Yes, yes. And, um, I mean, we could go right into the breathing. Yes. Daryl was inspired by a documentary you watched. Uh, what was the name of the documentary? Fall to Grace. Fall to Grace. And and uh, that was about... It was about the... I don't know if our, all our listeners remember, but there was a governor of New Jersey named Jim Grevy. Mm. I think it was Grevy or Mick Grevy. Anyway, forgive me if I'm wrong. If you're a listener and know the proper last name, uh, sorry about that goof up. But either way, the point of the story was mm-hmm. he had to resign as governor. Uh, he came out out as a gay man, mm-hmm. and there was a a whole flurry of you know misguided behavior and mistakes he had made right. along the way. I was just like overwhelmingly bad. Right. But he really took this as an opportunity to when you get like just when you think you're at your worst. Mm-hmm. If like which we hear a lot from Eric Butterworth and Unity and even Alcoholics Anonymous and yes. William James. I mean all yes. the great spiritual Awakenings usually happen when we think we're at the end of our rope and we finally just let go. Yes. And the title is Fall to Grace, which makes a lot more sense than when you hear, oh, he fell from grace. 
because we never really fall from grace. When we when we actually fall or make a mistake, even mistakes that we think are reprehensible mistakes, yes. grace is always yes, there. That's right. And, you know, grace meaning we always reap, we will always reap and always have reaped more good than we've ever sown. Yes. And we never are punished to the degree that we believe we deserve to be. Yeah, and for, yeah. By our mistakes, any and all punishment when used in the proper light, it's not coming. God is pro- just providing us with. Uh, this is another part of grace: unconditional love. Yes. never stops. So, anytime there's punishment or anything, or your illness or anything popping up, it's kind of an indicator that we've gotten out of out of alignment with the with the natural flow of life, and it's for. If, if, if looked at in the proper perspective, it's it's an indicator, a signal for us to get back into right. the flow with life. Right, right. And, um, yeah, so I like that as well. And actually, of- I was going to say, almost it's like it's saying it's time to take a break. Yes. It's like it's time to just stop. Yes. And take a break. Yeah, because you can't live off self-will alone. We were talking about that last week's episode with... Tom Thorpe, we were talking about that concept of, like, the empty fire. You can't run off an empty fire because inside – like, the thing is people say fall from grace. What they really mean is they fell out of approval from other people. Right. And in the truth, that doesn't matter at all. What really matters is being in harmony with who we really are. With And with, that is God. That is love. That is light. That is, like, a lot of times – we have to, I have to rediscover who I actually am because at some point along the line, I might have gotten a restricted version of who I was. And I, I might have started acting out of that misunderstanding of who I was. I was thinking about this just before the show. Like that, so healthy living is coming from a place of inspiration. We talk about doing a morning routine to, to get into the flow with God every morning, with, to get into the flow with who we really are. Because if the times I've tried to work out out of a place of, I'm not strong enough. I was or just talking I to my son about out. this. I better work out. Yeah. I better. But I better means underneath there, it's I'm not strong enough. It's or I'm going to prove it to someone else, like trying to condemn, almost condemn someone else through it. But once for me, I started getting in the healthiest place in my life when I started doing what was fun for me to do physically and uh, mentally, you know, all just following the flow of my inner guidance, which really is joy, and uh, that always leads us to the best outcomes. And we, and sometimes, like, oh, if I do this, people will think I'm, I'm this. I might fall on my face. I might, you know, I might end up looking stupid if I do what I really want to do. Right? And we have uh, breaths for that. That's right. As inspired by Jim McGreevy. Uh, the, the, <laughs> we gotta find out. His real I looked name. it up. That's what it was. Is it McGreevy? Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. I get. It. That sounds like a nice item at McDonald's. Well, he's a nice McGre- Irish McGreevy. Catholic boy. Oh, and now, believe it or not, he. I feel like she might as well let everyone in on the. He is now a. Uh, he was a Catholic. Yeah. So he was very self-condemning. Yeah. But he loved the church. He yeah. loves all the rituals of church. So he became an Episcopalian priest. Yeah. And he ministers at the uh, women's prison. Dude, that is awesome. He's a one turned out to really make a shift in his life. He He's really, he's the happiest he's ever been. Right. And other people may or may not approve of what he's doing, but... He has fallen into the grace of being yes. who he really is. Yeah, that was the whole crux of the the, the documentary. And I do think if we're I ready. Would, no, well, oh. I was going to say that if I was at McDonald's and I could order a side of McGravy with like my fries, a or, McGravy, no, a McGravy. <laughs> <laughs> Just an idea to throw out there. Okay, so here's the breaths for today. I won't fall on my face. I'll just fall into grace. Yeah, regardless, whatever it is. Let's take a deep breath. Uh, I won't fall on my face. I'll just fall into grace. Uh, I won't fall on my face. I'll just fall into grace. Uh, I won't fall on my face. I'll just fall into grace.
You know, this uh, brings up a short but sweet quote by Will Rogers. Yes. If you can, if you find yourself in a hole, yes, stop digging. Yes. Because that's what the documentary was a good example of. You know, just yeah. stop making excuses. Just stop. You got me. Yes. Surrender. And then we're right back into God's loving flow. As soon as we're willing to surrender and say, all right, the jig's up. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. dig or swindle or con. I'm just going to say, let, let everything just fall where it is. And once we do that, we're brought to a better place. Yeah, these two quotes from Eric Butterworth from Spiritual Economics go right along perfectly with what you just said. Let's see. Well, let's hear them. The first one is, The important truth is that you are a spiritual being with the allness of infinite mind within you. Whatever your needs may be, the answer is not to get God to give you more through some divine sleight-of-hand process, but rather to uncover and release your own imprisoned splendor. Avoid the temptation to try to work the law and thus to materialize the process. Get your mind off the idea of making a demonstration in life. Center your awareness on a deeper sense of life and the demonstration will begin to make you. And I notice these couple sentences on this yeah. page go right with it. It says, so it is with the demonstration of divine law. It's not something you do to God or even something that God does especially for you. It is simply a change of your consciousness in which you become synchronized with the ceaseless activity of divine love, of healing life, or of prospering substance. Ceaseless activity. It's, that means it's always happening. Yeah. It's just it, how, how harmonized are we with it. Yeah, and how long am I going to hang on to the negative thoughts about my situation at this moment? Yes. It's, it, that's all it has to do is, what, when am I going to be ready to let go of those thoughts and a great way to help that, because yesterday I was so depressed and uh, full of self condemnation. I wanted, yeah. to, I was, I wanted to punch the sky. Yes. And, but the thing is, I know better. Like I know that this too shall pass. And this is the thing that's hard to remember. Yes. Is this too shall pass? Whether it's a physical ailment. Yes. Whether. It's a psychological upheaval, anxiety, right. depression, fear. Yes. Um, the key is to always remember the truth that this too shall pass. Try not to make rash decisions when you're feeling that way. Yeah, don't fight. In, don't inadvertently fight to keep a temporary situation alive in your yes. life by fighting it or, oh, you know, attacking. Or- I, I was thinking, you know, thank God. Um, like I know better because it's almost like they used to say well, when I was new to all this, they go, if, don't, you know, if committing suicide, if you commit suicide, you're killing the wrong person <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. this too shall pass. Yes. And a day can make a huge difference. Oh, you're not kidding. Five minutes can make a huge yes, difference. Yes. You don't know. Really realize that. Because it's not circumstances it's only a thought that's got lodged in the way yeah i'm under the spell of that's right temporarily that's right and i may not even be clear as to exactly what that thought is yes but the good news is it's on the way up and not to be frightened by these thoughts but to know they're coming up from the recesses of our subconscious to be put out you know what i mean like like pus from a wound that's right and and just to come out, see the see the light. Yeah, and don't judge yourself spiritually because they're there. No, then you can inadvert- I've in in the past kind of inadvertently start packing the musket, as Daryl always says, pushing them back down. Don't just acknowledge they're there and bless them, and acknowledge they're on their way out. Keep yes. sending love to them and appreciating. Oh, I, like a little child. I appreciate you bringing that up. But yes. I appreciate you letting me know. It's okay. And, and, and just get more into the affirmative mindset. And here's a good way to do that. And it's from today in Around the Year with Emmett Fox. It's called Unlocking the Door. So it's if you're feeling unhealthy or yeah. if you're in, stuck or you're in a situation with, a you know, even a legal situation that might be terrifying at the moment. Yeah. It says right here is the key. Work by rehearsing everything that you know about God. God is wisdom, truth, and conceivable love. 
God is present everywhere, has infinite power, knows everything. It matters not how well you may think you understand these things. That's beautiful. Because you do not even have to understand anything specific about how it works. Just trust. And it says, just go over them repeatedly. And here it is. The rule is to think about God. And if you are thinking about your difficulty, you are not thinking about God. To be continually glancing over your shoulder in order to see how matters are progressing is fatal. Because that is thinking of the trouble. And you must think of God and nothing else. Your object is to drive the thought of the difficulty right out of your consciousness, for a few moments at least, substituting it for the thought of God. If you can become so absorbed in this consideration of the spiritual world that you really forget for a while all about the trouble concerning which you begin to pray, you will presently find that your trouble falls into new perspective, new relationships, so that it is no longer a difficulty. And that's always yeah. true. Dude, any, uh, yeah, the, the, I was thinking about this, and it goes right with this quote from Raymond Charles Barker, and it goes right with what you just read, which is, the number one thing, or one of the, the things that I've learned to con- practice convincing myself is that changing my consciousness is really the key. That consciousness comes first. and so yes. Because it's like walking, I was thinking of that, you know that El Pollo Loco down the street where there's a lot of weird energies in there, right? Oh my god, if that's I, like the Star Wars bar. Yes, yeah, so if I walk in there, with a, I'm in the healthy flow of life, I'll meet the friendliest worker. Oh, always. Uh, it's like, I'll, I'll connect with the right people, I'll be in and out, boom. If I'm in an unhealthy state of mind where I want to grovel, where I want to complain, where I want to look at how bad the world is, that movie is available as well. And it all depends on the consciousness in which I walk into the place. And I want to let everyone off the hook because it's not willpower that gets my consciousness right. And sometimes I could think that's the problem. i got to start thinking about this condition in a better way. Mm. but. I remind myself, and I've shared this before with meditation, like I had to do yesterday because my head was in, it yeah, was in yeah. a vice. I just kept reminding myself, I don't have to do the work. God does the yes. work. I, and, then, no, and then I started to feel better. I'm being transformed for the better, right? Yes. God is transforming me. I don't have to transform See, yeah. me. That's all we need In those to do. moments, that's the proper use of our will. You're, yes. you're like... Coaxing yourself in a way, gently leading yourself to fall into grace. Yes, to know that God yeah. is the power. There's a net down there. You know, like I can let go of this trapeze. I'm terrified up here. I've been up here long enough. I just let go and fall. And it's fun because you bounce in that yes. net. Ever see those guys? Yes. They like go That's boink, exactly what I was thinking. Yep. And they're back on their feet. And, and there's a loving up. guy to give you a hand to back yeah. on the ground. And so uh, in The Power of Decision, Raymond Charles Barker says... The more you impress upon your subconscious mind the normalcy and value of health, the more secure you are in your health. He said, I have learned from years of experience that I cannot help anyone unless he has made up his mind to be healed and believes health to be normal and his physical problem to be unnecessary. This is the first step toward any kind of physical healing through mental and emotional means. And that decision that you made, like you're, that's the kind of, it's not, a, it's not this like, get fired up and no. like... Because that's self- going to change everything then and there. But no, it's just, it's like just making the decision that, like, I always say to myself, this does not exist in the mind of God. Over no. time, I've really begun to believe that more it, and more. This, and, and I also will tell myself, I don't need this lesson. Like, as I, was, I used to think, I'm being taught a lesson, blah, blah, blah. I don't need the lesson. I can, I'm willing, willing and ready to be yes. happy and, and, and more relaxed now. I don't need this lesson anymore. No, we only need the lesson. The lesson is only needed when yeah. I'm resisting yes. letting go. Yes. And the lesson is only to get me to my breaking point yeah. because it's just consequences to my faulty thinking at the moment. That's right. But once we let go, it's all about releasing. And this this sums it up perfectly. Speaking of releasing, this is from Practical Application of Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes and Willis Kinnear. Nice. How is your health? Many people who can answer all the questions asked about, asked about the mechanics of healing through spiritual mind treatment fail to help, receive help because they are unwilling to pay the price. Ooh, that sounds scary, but it's not. This price often involves the giving up of some weakness, a negative pet emotional mood, or patterns of thinking, and 
cultivating of an opposite and positive attitude. And it means just beginning to remind yourself, wait a minute, God's doing the work. That starts cultivating a positive attitude. Yeah, and he calls it a pet emotional state. So yes. it might be, I'm going to loop around, I'm going to get the attention that you know that used to serve me in some way. Or, or I don't deserve, I, I have all this great good in my life, that's not fair to other people. Right. So at least if I have some sort of ailment, I don't feel guilty yeah. about all the good that's showered right. upon me. And he, he winds it up by saying, that's when, when Jesus said, sin no more, lest the worst thing come to thee. He said he was not making, he was not being threatening or using an appeal to fear. He was just saying, it's it's just your 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 consciousness, like you said. Yeah. Like, let it go, man. That's what Jesus was saying. Let it go. Right. Because he's you know, saying the sin is just when you're out of alignment yeah, with who you are. He goes, thought. you don't want anything worse to happen. Let that go, brother. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Just let it go now. All right. So coming up next, we have Unity Minister John Strickland, the former director of the Silent Unity, which we love, making a house call to read and discuss today's daily word, healthy living. Thank you for listening to the Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. You know, Ed, I wasn't feeling good yesterday, so you know what I did? What did you do? I went to the metaphysician, and you know what he said to what me? What did he tell you? He told me to take two affirmations and call him in the morning. <laughs> well, after that, you didn't even need to call him. You look great. Oh, thanks. It really does work. All right. Well, that's the name of our show today. Take two affirmations and call me in the morning. It's all about healthy living. And uh, to start it off, the second segment from the book You by Francis Wilshire, 
Chief says, this is from the very beginning of this great book. She said, you must recognize your real self to be a spiritual being all the way through. Your mind is spirit invisible and your body is spirit materialized. You are a divine child and God is your father. Through the knowing that you are a perfect child of God, you lose your self-consciousness and become conscious of your true self. The law is when you rise up in consciousness, all things rise up to meet you. Everything in your life improves and takes on a finer quality or tone, and you attract only the superior side of life. So know yourself. It only means you will discover that you are more wonderful than you have ever imagined and that you have a presence within you, which when released will give you divine assurance. You are the most vital thing in the whole universe as far as you are concerned. Well, and that's why we like affirmations yes. and use them a lot. And it's one, especially when you realize that an affirmation is not, which you may, some people may think this at first. And, and I think some people even seem to teach it yes. as it's you're repeating things that you're pasting into your subconscious, hopefully that you'll retrain it or, but, but it really is not that strenuous of a thing that's happening. Yeah. What's happening is the affirmation is really, I'm affirming the truth and I'm, Simply by reminding myself of what is already the truth, I break the spell yes. of my thinking yes. that has been going down in the wrong direction yes. and causing me to feel either sick emotionally or uh, physically. Yeah, it's actually like a more like a mental massage than a mental yes, workout. Yes, yes. It's, it's more like I'm loosening up those spots so they release the tension and I reconnect to everything you just read and, from that book. And it's like waking up from a dream, really. Yes. That you don't want to be having. It's, it reminds me of um, the Wizard of Oz. You know, there's no place like home. There's no place. You know, like, it's, it's kind of like saying that over and over yes, again. Until yes. all of a sudden, boom. You wake up and you are home. And uh, home is the best place to be. And it's right where you are already. And speaking of home, we want to thank all our listeners listening at home or in their cars. Yes, or thank you. you. Maybe listening. I know. We know there's some people listening live and we appreciate that. Yes, we saw that. Yes. Yeah, so thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Check out our website, DarylAndEd.com. And if you have mail, you can actually, oh, yes. you can even send us snail mail, actual parcel post, the funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312. Culver City, California, 90232. Yes. Uh, we also have to thank someone who makes this all possible for us. Well, I also want to say that when they send in something to our P.O. box, we just get so excited. Oh, it's yeah. so nice. I mean, the, the the Chinese food menus are nice, but and all of those types of things. But when we get something from a fan, uh-huh. a letter, or a bag of dicks like we did that one time, yes, every, Coxwain, everything yeah. is just makes our world that much better. We definitely appreciate it. And you're going to hear some great fan letters at the end of this show. Yeah. So uh, you were saying? Back, back to our favorite audio file. Yes. And chief engineer here at Unity Village, and that's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us. Right into the comfort zone, yeah! Whoa, that's that new drone he bought. Man, we've been riding in Jeff Comfort's cockpit for through almost three years now. Do you realize that? He is the one fan who's actually endured... Every episode. How many episodes are there? 138 hours. Hours. Today. So he's sat through 138 hours. Holy smokes. Wow. God bless him. So... Uh, <laughs> It's time to give a shout out to the prayer line, which is Silent Unity at 800 Now Pray or 800 669 7729. Yeah, over 125 years. And, you know, they're great. They are great. Because before you put on your makeup, in the morning you wake up, they say a little prayer for you. Yeah. They certainly do. And there's also an app you can use, the letter U, the word pray, you pray. And it's so easy to use. Um, either way, the phone call, the phone call, I gotta say, is the most, uh, uplifting, one of the most uplifting tools available because oh. it's 
you're going to call and talk to an affirm- someone who is uh, in that loving space and will pray affirmatively with you and for you. And you will, I guarantee you will feel better and you will see outward results as a result of, the, the, of uh, your time invested in that call. Yes, I could attest that. Just if you were listening to the first segment, I talked about how yesterday I just was in a horrible place um, psychologically. And it's always, you know, why is it maybe like the last thing we do? Like, well, I'll do this. I'll do my readings. I'll go for a hike. And finally I said, what am I doing? Just get in touch with silent unity. And we're so reluctant to do the one thing that will really shake it loose. So we encourage you to do it. Well, I think that's partially because it's so um, self-will keeps us in the in whatever yeah. uh, alan cohen this morning talking about being held in the word hell yes being that derivative of the word held in and it's like we can do a lot of other things that seem affirmative but they're still kind of us holding ourselves in but when we open ourselves up to somebody else like it's being vulnerable let the light come too. in yeah and it's being vulnerable in the best possible no way. way because it's vulnerable to life to letting life flow through us and through our situation it's so wonderful. I, so i finally got in touch with them and if you like they will send you either a letter in the mail or an email yes and you're under no obligation it's a wonderful service and this is what they wrote back i told them i was going through a tough time mentally and they wrote this back Dear Daryl, taking time to turn to God in prayer is the best thing you can do when you are seeking guidance. You have been enfolded in our prayers of light and wisdom from the moment we received your request. When you pray, you open your heart to divine possibilities and to light of God that illumines your path. This light shines from within you as wisdom, inspiration, and creativity to guide you on your right course. Certain that the light of God is shining within you now We are praying with you, and we invite you to join us in affirming. The light of God illumines every step I take. I make wise decisions and choose right actions as I follow this light to my highest good. And this is, they they pray, they'll continue praying and holding you in prayer for 30 days. Yes. You know, you hear a lot of success salesmen or even hear a lot of successful people. I'll get my team on it. Right. Well, this is a way to get your team on it. Yes. By calling Silent Unity, now you have a whole team of angels. And it's 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 so it's real. The best. It's so true. I am 110, I'm like 180 degrees different today yes. than I was yesterday. Oh, it works so well. I used it even at my son's fencing tournament this weekend. Not so much for him, but, you know, to affirm his joyful success and all of that, but also just... So that the, uh, to bless out all the parents there and my own experience that, you know, divine order and that I would stay in a harmonious yes. state of mind. And it, 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 dude, it turning it over in that way just adds like a certain real confidence to everything I do, which I really appreciate. Well, and now speaking of silent unity, I know we have the, we have someone very that we are. Delighted to have on the show today. Yes, who's going to be joining us for the Daily Word segment. And if you're interested in subscribing to the Daily Word, go to DarylNed.com because the Daily Word offers a yes. very discounted entry uh, subscription rate from our website. That's right. That's right. Now, the, our guest coming up, you knew, you knew didn't you have a past Oh, my God. Connection? This is fascinating. He probably doesn't remember, but Lori and I, for a year, we... I used to live in Hawaii. That's how I met David McClure in the 80s, yes. Reverend David McClure. And then I moved to New York City, met my wife. And after we were together a little while, I decided, let's take a vacation to Hawaii. Well, yeah. a two-week vacation turned into a year in Hawaii. Right. And I believe it was 93, but Reverend John Strickland will correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, I brought Lori. I said, this is the unity I used to go to. Yes. And David McClure was long gone since then. And right. John Strickland was there. Well, then I start listening to Unity Online Radio yes. with uh, Tom Thorpe. Right. Because I love Eric Butterworth. Yes. And I find out that John Strickland is alive and well. Yes. And he was also, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if he was an aide or he'll explain what he did. He was uh, maybe the minister along with eric butterworth in new york yeah but the top put the icing on the cake the cherry on top of everything i also discovered he was the director of silent unity which right. we look i get the chills 
Which we really appreciate. And he was your wife's favorite minister. That's what oh, I was trying to get right. to. Oh, that's right. Well, why didn't you kick me where you, when you had the well, opportunity? You had a nice little do- oh. monologue going, oh, so I didn't want right. to break it up. Oh, that, yeah. Well, that's the most important well, thing. Well, let's welcome him on, shall we? Yes. All right, Reverend John Strickland, thank you for coming on the show today. Hey, it's great to be with you. And uh, I know all the people in Radio Land can't see you, but I can see you uh, through Skype. You guys are a hoot. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you're having some fun there, aren't you? Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, glad to be with you. Glad to be with you. Ah, oh, man, it is something to hear your voice uh, live on the air after having listened to you on Tom Thorpe. Yes. And uh, we had Tom on last week, so all of our um, Unity fantasies are coming true on the radio Yes, show. <laughs> our Unity celebrity. Uh, yeah. We're, we're uh, what do you call it? Starstruck. Our, yeah, we got all the, yeah, the big shots on. I know. Well, I'm humbled by that. Uh, you know, I, I, I uh, was director of Silent Unity. But I like to uh, think of myself now as uh, Unity's equivalent of a simple parish priest in my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. And I'm glad to be doing that. Glad to be here uh, where I grew up. And, and I said I was gone from Atlanta 27 years. And uh, most of my Sunday school teacher had either died or forgiven me so I could come back to the church I grew up in. Wow. <laughs> That's a great story. Yes. Yes, it is. And your voice alone... Has us, uh, uh, doesn't it give you a relaxing feeling that it's like the teacher has come home? Yes. We can uh, relax. Well, it's like the southern gentleman is talking talking Uh, to Daryl and Ed. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We love it. Yep, yep, yep. We've been looking forward to it all day long. So, um, let's hear. So, how about we get the, uh, the daily word? Yes. Reverend Strictly, you could read us the daily word and then we can go from there. Uh, it'll be great. Well, today it's uh, healthy living. Mm. I trust my inner wisdom to lead me to perfect health. As I move into this new year, I resolve to make healthy health a primary focus. I consider goals for my physical body as well as my emotional and spiritual health. I envision myself and my life in a state of wholeness. I need not turn to external sources such as magazines, the Internet, or friends for tips. I trust my inner wisdom to help me set personal goals. During a moment of quiet contemplation, I ask, what steps can I take this year to better my health physically, emotionally, and spiritually? I affirm that I am a unique expression of the Christ. There is no one who knows my needs better than me. Without hesitation, I trust the answers that arise in the silence Healing unfolds as I let spirit lead my choices in all areas of my life. And our scripture is from Isaiah thirty-eight sixteen. Oh, restore me to health and make me live. Uh, That's a great message, isn't it? Oh, you're not kidding. That is a great message. I love this line. There's no one who knows my needs better than me. I like it in com- conjunction with... This whole way of being where we're always not so much like bullheadedly saying, I know everything, but right. listening, it takes inner listening for me to know me, you know, to hear what the real me is suggesting. And when I do that, so many doors open. I was saying earlier, I feel healthier now because Daryl's been a big help of this. The, the less I'm doing things for the approval of other and the more I'm doing them for the, the genuine delight of my own soul. The more effective I am, the healthier I am, the more doors open. It's just, it's fantastic. And before, uh, John, I get your your part take on this. There's the two sentences I enjoy mm-hmm. where that really spoke to me, where I envision myself and my life in a state of wholeness. And then I needn't turn to external sources such as magazines, the internet, or friends for tips. And that doesn't mean we're saying those things are terrible things, but... I have noticed when I'm not feeling well, when I start searching for answers from that, you know, I'm not on firm, I'm not on solid ground when I'm not feeling well, and I am usually have an element of fear underwriting it. And then when I start searching, I start getting so out of myself yes. that I feel even more lost and more afraid and more insecure about we call whatever it doing it is. negative research. Neg- we, all, we all know what it's like to go look on the yes. internet. What oh. does this mean? Or what you know? And it's like if you go down that rabbit hole, oh, it's it's yeah, it does not do me any. Just however, I envision myself and my life in a state of wholeness, and I've used this 
and it works every time. I, especially since I, I get a reoccurring neck and migraine from a nerve injury I have there. And what I do, the tendency first is, oh, when's this ever going to go? Is mm-hmm. this going to be for, and I got to move from, is this going to be forever? And all those fearful thoughts. And what do I do? I breathe and I see myself smiling like out of my bed, like somewhere outdoors. Yes. And I'm having fun with my friends and I could feel my neck is loose yes. and relaxed. And I'm free. And that, I could already Mm -hmm. feel that transforming me. Yes. You know, I was thinking as you were speaking that uh, I I was the associate minister to Eric Butterworth. And one of his his favorite sayings was, it's not our place to set the world aright, but to see it rightly. Oh, yes. And I think that applies to health as well. When we don't feel well, something's out of order. We may have a tendency to run around in the outer and seek advice, internet, this person, that person. And what we need to first do is get still and see ourselves whole and well, pain-free. Yes. When we yes. begin to see ourselves that way, then the body will begin to follow. But we will also at that point be open to what might be what outer steps we need to take. Yes, yes. I, I, that is 100% the truth. Yes. And it's always, it has always been that way for me when I follow that sequence. Yeah. You know, it always is. It always has. It's like the right person or someone will suggest somebody, you know, a doctor to yeah. call. And because I'm now already, my mind is moving in a more positive flow. That I'm thinking, okay, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm already on solid footing. Yes. That it's like, okay, and I just, and then it's like one right thing, like the right next thing is it's presented, so and I just yes. move forward with it, and yeah. it seems miraculous. I even noticed it recently when I had this, the flu that was going around. It's when I was feeling my worst, it was when my mind wanted to dwell on the negativity, and then I didn't, and then I would even, like, I could feel the con- compounding mental energy of, I shouldn't have to get up and meditate now, I'm sick. You know, like this, it's like affirming the sickness. But as soon as I would get up, meditate, read read one of my inspired readings, whatever it was on the table that I had read that morning, and get back into, like, I would feel so, like, infinitely better, that, and so much so that, like, the symptoms, a few of the symptoms might be remaining, but they didn't have any emotional impact on me. You know what I'm saying? It was more, it was almost like they were more like invitations to rest or whatever I needed to do. But that willingness to get into a, the positive flow of life, like you said, see the world rightly and remember that I'm not being punished or I don't have to stay sick for, you know, like I don't have to stay in a victim mentality, even no matter what's going on. Is a huge part of the heal, uh, quote, heal or healthy living, I would say. I wonder if, John, if you know the exact quote from Eric Butterworth, because I can't remember, maybe we don't need it, but it always helps me. I kind of get it in my mind. And it's the fact that, you know, I don't have to work hard to bring life is life is God. God is life. So it's not that I have to make myself alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and beat myself up. If I'm thinking negative about my condition, I can always rest my hope and my faith in, wait, God is life. Yes. Life life flows like towards health and wholeness naturally. Mm-hmm. And no matter what my thinking may be, it doesn't have the power other than to make me feel frustrated in the moment to actually cause more damage and that kind of helps me release it because i'll start thinking negative and because i have enough truth teaching in me then i'll start beating myself up oh no i'm gonna make myself even sicker now yeah you know well i think that's the the thing you you have the negativity of the the bad feeling and then with the guilt and the put yourself down and what's in my consciousness thinking you add a second layer of negativity on top of it. What Eric would say, get in the flow of life, get in the flow of life and life is God. God is life. And you get in the flow of life. And I don't know how much of my history, you know, but I did play a little college football Mm. and I had a serious injury playing against uh, this year's national champions. Mm, I couldn't lift my arm and my neck and shoulder were uh, partially paralyzed. 
Wow. And the best doctors in the world said there's nothing that could be done. I went to one of the top chiropractors in the world who said there's nothing can be done. And what I did is I went back to the Unity Church I had grown up in mm. and began to get serious about daily meditation, not actually working on healing, but just consciously reconnecting with God. Yes. And in time, I had a complete recovery. It was, in a sense, miraculous. But the real miracle was in remembering that I was one with the divine in the flow of life. And then I knew, and I knew that I knew that I was healed and nothing has been impossible impossible to me since. That actually was the moment that led me to, to go into the unity ministry. Wonderful. That's a wonderful story. Well, you know what I love about that story and the reality of that story is because I don't have to like, okay, like, like really focus on the heal, like making myself heal with my mental will. That the magic happens, or I don't even want to call it magic because it's actually the more of the reality than not is just like you said, I was just reconnecting with God and the healing occurred. I didn't yes. have to will my own healing. Yeah, we read this God. earlier from Butterworth, Eric Butterworth in Spiritual Economics where he says, get your mind off the idea of making a demonstration in life. Center your awareness on a deeper sense of life and the demonstration will begin to make you. Yes. And that really, I mean, I, when, I, when I went through a very dark time and all, I had so many different things and didn't have a job, this and this was going on. The thing that gave me, I can remember, uh, since uh, Reverend Strickland shared that story, I went to, remember Randy Vasileko, Vasilekos, yes, yes. who taught the meditation, meditation lady, yep. that we enjoyed. Yeah, very much. There was a moment, I went to one of her, like a, a, a night thing she did, it was, she was teaching meditation, and in that one of those meditations, I had this remembrance, like, oh yeah, I'm connected to God, God knows who I am, like that's what I felt in that moment, yes. and that... Like it was only a little drop at that moment, or like a little light in the darkness. But that I feel like that that flame, that little light, just kept growing yes. lighter and lighter to where I am now. And every other thing in my life is continues to just get more and more aligned, and you know, reflect the truth of who I am. But it's really all about yeah. the first thing is, and this happens for me every morning almost. I have to first thing I tell myself, and then this is just maybe where I'm at in my life, but. I'll have to tell myself, you didn't do anything wrong, Ed. I, like, there's a part of me that starts worrying straight off the bat sometimes. I say, you didn't do anything wrong, Ed. And then I get into the, like, the realization that God is love, that, that that's the truth. Yes. No matter what list of conditions my mind has about, but I didn't do this, but I haven't done that, but I should have. Nope. None of that is more real than the fact that God is love, that life is flowing, that all, all truly is well right now. And when I, once, it's almost like most of my practice in the morning is to just let go of anything I started thinking from the moment I woke up and let the flow yes. of God and those nice, good-feeling thoughts come flowing yeah. through. And I remember who I am, and my day goes so smoothly. I love it. Yeah, this just reinforces You, you know, when you, when you talk about that, I, I remember a private conversation with Eric Butterworth who who talked about – he gave a talk one time, and he said there's the word demon in demonstration mm. and, and how that – that sometimes in unity or new thought, there is a tendency to talk about making the demonstration in, in prosperity or healing a relationship. And, and in the trying to make the demonstration, there's a demon in that. Now, he said also there was a, happened to be a linguist in the audience. Like he said, that. wait a minute. They come from different, different roots. But the point is we do demonize ourselves thinking, yes. oh, I have to, I have to manifest the healing. I have to manifest yes. and demonstrate the money. And it's really the letting go. And, and you talked yeah. about the letting go. And, um, Larry Dossey, Dr. Larry Dossey said that's the most powerful prayer ever known is not the directive prayer, but the non-directive. I let go and I let God. And yes. Eric used to say, I let God be God in me, through me, and as me. Yes. Yeah. That's powerful. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is why I I always rely, like I always bring it back to, I don't have to do the work. God's doing the work. It immediately takes, it, it's my letting go you know, prayer. It's like, yeah, wait, totally. because I get hung up on what do I need to do to fix this situation? I don't need. Yeah, because I think we God all know. the work. In this kind of circle, we all know people who you see them three years later, 
they're still rationalizing that one demonstration. It's like all the work is just pushing it away, pushing yes. it, you know, and it's like, so I try to recognize that myself more and more. Anytime I'm getting ready to tell another story or something I'm working on, blah, 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 I just try to just let it go as, as soon as possible and get back into, like you said, remember, letting God be God through yeah. me. And, and I do that a lot in the water where, you know, when I'm surfing and there's all these guys out there and I can feel intimidators. I, but I always remind myself that surfing is a sport of kings, which reminds me of like, God, you know, like being a, I would rather be a reflection of God in the water than some like a shark competitive guy who's trying to like get get something off of people. When I do it that way, I end up getting so many great waves and I have such a wonderful well, that's time. That's all letting go. That's the word surf. It's not that's why competitive surfing is a oxymoron. Is an oxymoron. Yeah. Because the word surf implies you're letting go. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Strickland, we're going to have to let you go now because we're getting close to the end of the show. we got a few more things, to, a couple letters to read from uh, some of our listeners and things. So we want to thank you sincerely for coming on and sharing your insights and wisdom and that great voice of yours. And we hope that you'll be able to come on again sometime. Hey, this has been my pleasure. Call me back anytime. Love to love to play with you guys and uh, have some fun yes. and, and some truth. God bless you. God yes, bless you. Uh, yeah, and when if I'm ever going to get to Atlanta. Where, Atlanta, what's the name of your church in Atlanta? If that's all uh, right. Unity Atlanta. Unity, Unity Atlanta. Atlanta. Keep, Atlanta. Talk yeah. about right. keep it simple. We got to do the tour sometime. When I know. Out. Yeah. yeah, tell, yeah tell take, your, take your show on the road. Take your show yes. on the road. Come down here. Oh, we would we'll love that. Time. All right, then. Thank you, sir. You betcha. God bless you. All right, a couple quick readings for the people. Oh, How do you, what, do you, what do you say? Yeah, I got well, a good one. One of them comes from Daily Guidance from Your Angels, Doreen Virtue. It says, lighten up. Your beauty, power, and light are strongest when you're filled with laughter and joy. Lightheartedness is the closest earthly condition to heaven. You often think about having more fun because you crave the divine feeling of joy. Your heart is filled with this emotion naturally since it's your God-given state of being. Only when your awareness turns very serious is joy clouded. Oh. We angels watch as you become reserved when you feel that strenuous effort will be rewarded. Yet the true benefits that you seek come more easily when you're carefree. And this is a quick little affirmation from 24 hours a day. And it says, I pray that I may think love and love will surround me. I pray that I may think health and health will come to me. But thinking on the light side, Henry David Thoreau says the bluebird carries the day on his back. And I love this. What a happy thought. Imagine a bluebird building its home in a nest box, chattering away to tell the world, I'm here, I'm busy. The bluebird doesn't think about yesterday or tomorrow, but only about doing the next right thing to make the present day a good one. Mm. Isn't that so positive, that that image? Yes. I want to be a bluebird. So what do you got? Okay, how about this little story that we just someone recently oh. uh, told us about the two nuns? You remember these oh, two yeah. nuns? They yeah. ordered a paint a paint they were ordered to paint a room in the convent. Yes, I remember. We just heard this. Yeah, and Mother Superior gave him a warning. Don't get one drop of paint on your habit. No. So they talked about it for a while, then they decided, let's lock the door to the room, right. strip off our habits, and we'll paint naked. That way we won't get our habits dirty, right? Yeah, it makes sense. In the middle of their project, there was a knock at the door. Who is it? called one of the nuns. Blind man! replied a voice from the other side of the door. The two nuns looked at each other and shrugged, both deciding no harm can, harm can come from letting a blind man into the room. So they opened the door. Nice boobs! Where do you want me to put the blinds? Gabby, the postal pit bull is alive and well. Well, thank you, fans. We had a a, a mail from in our uh, DarylNed.com. You can contact us there. Larry Faust from Wesley Chapel, Florida, said these two affirmations came to me the other day. Thought I'd share them with you and your listeners. And then the first one is, every day in every way, I am open to the Christ within me and the abundance that surrounds me. Ah, that's a good one. The second day, second one goes right with the other one. Every day in every way, I am attuned to the Christ within me and the abundance that surrounds me. And this one's from Sandy Page. Well, thank you, Larry. Chicago, Illinois. It's great to hear you guys again this week. She's talking about our first day back from yeah. a long break. Right. 
Uh, I listened to the show yesterday, and wowee, what a good one. January is a slow month in my business, so I stress a bit about funds coming in, and our episode was on prosperity. Yes. Your great ideas were so needed in order to shift my thinking from thoughts of lack. You are both my spiritual cheerleaders for sure. Love you, and welcome back. And she made a little heart. You're our spiritual cheerleader. That's right. And Vicki Zolte from Waltham, Massachusetts, said you're most welcome. She had uh, given us a generous tithe, so we thanked her. Yes, over the holidays. We're very grateful. It was a surprise, unexpected. Yeah. We had never heard. She was a first-time writer. Yes. And it was with a tithe. And she said, I'm grateful to have recently discovered your show and grateful to have a means of expressing my gratitude and supporting you guys. I listen when I cook and do chores, and it helps me greatly with reprogramming my inner talk to not judge myself for my unhelpful habits and to keep at choosing to remember God is loving so is the world he created, and I can experience that. I am also quite grateful for the backlog of episodes since I listen at least once a day with hugs and love, Vicky. So which, thank you, Vicky. What she's talking about goes right along with today's topic. That's about, right. You know, not the letting go of the self-condemnation yeah. when we're not feeling well or we made a mistake. Yeah. Surrender or let go and realize God's grace prevails. God and, does the work. And we're always worthy of good. Yes. And this one's from Jen Henry, Chicago, Illinois. This a little uh, one that got lost in the mailroom. It just arrived. Oh, yep. Mr. French scolded us for yeah. not reading this sooner. Yeah. It says, loading up a thumb drive with episodes of your show is a great idea for a gift. Brilliant. Happy holidays to you guys as well as the stage management pup crew. Uh, I think Mr. French wrote that last line in there. Sounds right. It's written in claw marks. Uh one quick funniest thing, I was, yes. you know, I got Coconut Donut, and my band is an album coming out, we're raising some funds with this GoFundMe thing, right? And we're trying to, you know, doing all these things, trying to get the word out, right? And then my, my buddy had an inspired thought the other day, oh, there's this heavy metal website. Now, our music is not heavy metal, but our drummer is Jason Bittner, a very well-known heavy metal drummer. So I ended up writing a press release inspired by you about the album. And of all places, now all these heavy metal websites are circulating a story about coconut donut, which is the furthest thing from heavy metal. The reason I shared it is because you never know what channel your good is going to come from or no. through. So just keep taking the inspired steps. You can go to coconutdonut.com to hear the music I'm talking about. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. Who is it? Oh, hi, Daryl. And it's me, Jimmy Woo! Cricket. Close call. I almost stepped on you. Yeah. I didn't see you down there. Yeah, that's because you've been drinking so much coffee. You don't, you don't know what's going on. Well, Jimmy, what do you got for us today? Well, you know what they say. After being inspired by your show, following and listening to your heart is the best way to not look like a jackass. Well, that's true, Jimmy, but aren't you going to sing a song? When you oh. listen to your heart, oh, it, it makes, makes no, no difference if you fart. When you listen to your heart, your dreams come true. Visit DarylAndDead.com to find easy links to everything we do, including the funniest Atlanta thing. Unity. Podcast on iTunes. You can find John a YouTube Strickland, page. We love you. Also on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And look for the Funniest Thing Jeff fan Pumper! page on Facebook and like it for all our little updates. Also, you can write us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. When you listen to your heart, it makes no difference if you fall. When you listen to your heart, your dreams come true. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Do you 
experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 